Yes, Assalamualaikum and good day to the listeners of iRadio OUM. iRadio is one of the platform and another alternatives for learners of OUM to retrieve knowledge and information as well. So still with me, Hazrah Ahmad Sapyudin in new segment in oral communication. Yes, this segment is um, actually a general segment for everyone to listen. And also, um, this OUMH1303 English for Oral Communication is designed to acquaint learners with important communication strategies for formal and academic interactions. And then we will discuss and explore about listening in non-academic context and for enjoyment. So this um, segment is quite interesting. So... Today we will learn something about the very first topic. Okay, the first topic is all about yes, overview and overview of communication. Okay, so this topic one will aims you an overview of communication in general. It highlights different definitions of communication as offered by experts in the field. So this topic one will also touch a little bit on types and models of communication. Okay, so why do we need to study communication? Uh, from the time we were born, we communicated with the world. Even as babies, we babbled, cried, screamed and gurgled our way into our parents' hearts. Then as we grew up, uh, we learned words and began to communicate through language, any language. Communication comes naturally to most of us except those who are physically challenged. So, as I mentioned, communication, just like love, makes the world go round. Studying about communication enables us to improve our skills at, interac- um, at interacting with people. Now, professionally, people who are good communicators tend to do better uh-huh, in their careers. The good news is, effective communication is a skill that can be acquired if you can make any effort to study the fundamentals of communication theories and principles. So listeners, what is communication? Uh, communication is an essential part of our lives. We communicate every day with different people, different times and different ways. We communicate with ourselves in our thoughts too. We also communicate with our family, friends, people at work and people we meet socially or professionally. At times, we may even need to communicate with a larger audience such as members of the public. Okay, we will continue about this communication. Don't go anywhere, more coming up after this song.
Okay, the time now is exactly 12 minutes past 11 a.m. Still, good morning, everyone. You are now listening to Oral Communication English for Oral Communication segment with me, Hazra. So today we were talking about communication and overview. So what is communication? Now, as I mentioned earlier, communication is an essential part of our lives. We tend to communicate every day with different people, different times, and different ways. We even communicate with ourselves in thoughts. We communicate with family, friends, people at work, and people we meet socially or professionally. Now, listeners, try to put on your thinking cap before looking at what experts have to say about communication. Try and formulate some ideas about the nature of communication. Um, by drawing upon your prior knowledge, so try to reflect on these questions, shall we? Now, what do you think communication is? Is it something static, or does it involve a process? And then, what happens during communication? Can a person communicate with himself? And then, how many people does it take to communicate one by one, or um, man, as many people can? Or in what ways can you communicate with another? Are geographical boundaries barriers to communication? Ah, and then how does information technology affect the nature of communication? So try to ask these questions as many as you can. Now, if you if your answer to all these questions early on should be yes, then try to find out why the reason. So defining communication, says Carl Rogers in 1952. The researcher was made way back in 1952. He said that real communication happens when we listen with understanding to see the expressed idea and attitude from the other per, uh, person's point of view to sense how it feels to him to achieve his frame of reference in regard to the thing he is talking about. So that is communication all about," says Carl Rogers. So this is particularly apt in the case of oral communication, as oral communication is actually not just speaking, talking, and articulating your thoughts well, but also、mm-hmm, it involves listening to what has been said and interpreting the message accurately as intended by the speaker. Okay,、um, if you still Remember Elizabeth Kenney in 1998 describes communication as a process which begins when you have a message that you want to deliver to an audience. Your audience receives message, reacts to it, and then responds to your message. That response may lead you to react and give another message. So this process may then go on and on and on. So the message can be anything that you wish to communicate. It doesn't matter actually.、Um, it may be an idea, a thought, or perhaps a feeling that you wish to share with someone else. It can range from a simple greeting to a friend to a lengthy report at a formal meeting where many people may be present. So what is important is that there is a sender and receiver of the message that you should be understand. Okay, now the key terms of this、uh, definition are process, meaning it is ongoing and ongoing process, 
systematic, it happens within a system of interconnected parts that affect each other. Symbols meaning these are what people use to represent things. For example, language, nonverbal behaviors, arts and musics, and meanings as well. Meaning any act of communication involves two essential aspects: the literal message and the relationship between those who communicate with each other. Okay, we will talk more about this communication and overview right after this. But first, let's enjoy with this song from Eagle Eye Cherry. I'm so tired of falling in love, finding it easier to fall out. I can't deny it. I feel it inside. I'll keep its fire. Are you can I? I'm falling in love again. Ain't nothing I can do. Falling in love again. And this time it's with you. When I fall. It's always the same, and I'm so tired of playing this game. Okay, hope you enjoy listening to that song from Michael Bublé, Hollywood. Okay, thank you very much for still listening. You are now in English for oral communication in 2011 edition. So this segment will guide you to be better person in communication, verbal and non-verbal. So let's continue with our. Um, discussion about types. Okay, let's continue about types of communication. So, do you know that there are three types of communication? I'm sure all of you aware that we have three types of communication. Yes, we have oral communication, written communication, and the third one, non-verbal communication. So, oral communication, as we all know. Um, Involves information, thoughts, and ideas are conveyed via a spoken language. Basically, this takes place in the following ways: face-to-face conversations, meetings, voicemail message, teleconferencing, oral presentations, and public speaking as well. So, very often, spoken messages are sent very quickly and feedback received almost immediately. However, there is little or No chance to reflect on what is said. So, what about written communication? Aha! Uh-huh. In written communication, we tend to exchange information um, by using written language, that is, words and sentences. So, this can take place via letters, faxes, memos, emails, reports, and minutes of meetings, tables, diagrams, news release, charts, and graphs. So, anything can be in written. So written communication provides documentation and also proof. Uh, you also have to have proof of the exchange of information. The drawback is that immediate feedback is not always possible. So the third type of communication is non-verbal communication, because in non-verbal there is no words are used. Hmm, imagine that, because feelings are expressed and conveyed through facial expressions. Gestures and body movements, a certain look or gesture hmm, can speak a thousand words. So, non-verbal communication, also known as body language, 
can be a very, very powerful form of communication and often includes the following. Ah, we have appearance, posture, eye contact, nervousness, hmm, grooming and dressing. In fact, in face-to-face interactions, oral communication often goes hand-in-hand with non-verbal communication. Effective communicators tend to combine all these two modes of communication to reinforce their message. Hmm. So, um, apart from that, body language can be very powerful in supporting what you say. For example, um, let's see, when you thank someone, a grateful look will reinforce your feelings very strongly, right? Likewise, you may tell your boss that you are not tired, but your body language betrays you if you keep on nodding and falling asleep. So there you go. That is the meaning of body language. Now, what about the purpose of communication? Okay, so according to Cam and Satterwhite in 2002, the research was made way back in 2002, there are four main purpose in communication. Hmm, what do you think? Okay, the purpose of communication, well, of course, to inquire means um, involves obtaining information in various ways. For instance, by asking questions or through formulating questionnaires to inform, meaning this entails the um, dissemination of information using different channels of communication. And of course, to persuade, uh, meaning to influence people and bring them round and round to your way of thinking. And also to develop goodwill, means um, maintaining and forming cordial and harmonious relationships with people you are communicating. So that is the four purpose of communication. Now remember, to inquire, to inform, to persuade and to develop goodwill. So right after this, we will talk about models of communication. We have linear, interactive and transactional model. Yes, Open University is university for all. Okay, thank you very much for still listening to English for Oral Communication in the latest edition 2011. Okay, so let's continue a little bit more about topic 1 and overview of communication. So, what do you think? Models of communication involve linear, interactive and, and also transactional model. So, linear, what do you think? Linear model is actually one way or linear process in which the speaker speaks and the listener listens. So, that is the meaning of linear model. Now, uh, Les Wells in 1948 model was based on the five questions below uh, questions okay um, five questions which effectively describe how communication works who said what in what channel to whom with what effect just remember these five questions in linear model then you will um, excel this so Shannon and Weavers in 1949 model includes noise or interference that distort understanding between the speaker and the listener. Hmm. Okay, so what about interactive model? The main flaw in the linear model is that it depicts communication as a way, um, one-way process which speakers only speak and never listen. So that is not good. It also implies that listeners listen and never speak or send any message. Hmm. 
So a research that was made way back in 2009 came out with a more interactive model that saw the receiver or listener providing feedback to the sender or speaker. The speaker or sender of the message also listened to the feedback given by the receiver or listener. So both the speaker and the listener take turns to speak and listen to each other. Feedback even given either verbally or non-verbally or in both ways. So this model also indicates the speaker and listener communicate better if they have common fields of experience or fields which overlap. So what about transactional model? So what interesting about this transactional model, um, it drawback in the interactive model it, is that it does not indicate that communicators can both send and receive message simul- simultaneously because this model also fails to show that communication is a dynamic process which changes over time. But then again, this transactional model, model is much better than linear model. Okay? So this model shows that the elements in communication are interdependent. Each person in the communication act is both a speaker and a listener and can be simultaneously sending and receiving message. There are even three implications, okay? Three implications in the transactional model. Transactional means communication is an ongoing and and also continuously changing process. You are changing. Yes, the people with whom you are communicating are also changing and your environment is also continually changing as well. So in um, any transactional process, each element exists in relation to all other elements. There is this inter- interdependence where there can be no source without a receiver and no message without a source. So each person in the communication process reacts depending on factors um, such as their background, prior experiences, attitudes, cultural beliefs and self-esteem as well. Okay, right after this we will talk about forms of oral communication. Don't go anywhere, more coming up after this break. Accidentally in Love by Counting Crows only on iRadio or you am roaming across your mind. You are now listening to English for Oral Communication segment with me, Hazra Ahmad Sapyudin. So today we were talking about topic one, an overview of communication. So listeners, um, we have discovered and explored a lot today. So what about forms of oral communication? So, oral communication has been described as the process of people using verbal and non-verbal message to generate meanings within and across various contexts, cultures, channels and media. 
it encompasses various sets of skills including the ability to speak coherently and persuasively, understanding of communication theory and processes, knowledge of verbal and non-verbal cues, audience analysis, listening skills as well as communication ethics. Now, there are seven forms that oral communication often takes. We have intrapersonal communication, interpersonal communication, small group communication, public communication like public speaking and so on, mass communication, corporate communication and intercultural communication. So what does it mean by mass communication? Mass communication is um, sent out from a source to many receivers all over the world. It takes place through media like films, radio, videos and television. Modern avenues of mass communication like the internet and blogs, now, nowadays um, blogs are becoming more popular, can be very powerful indeed as information is disseminated instantly. So what about intercultural communication? Okay, it's between people of diverse cultures and acting, um, ethnic city. Now the world is increasingly becoming a global village and every country uh, has people of various ethnicities like Malaysia we have um, India, uh, Chinese, um, Malay, Kadazan, Iban and so on. There is a lot of ethnicities. So thus it is important to note differences in the communication practices of different cultures if intercultural harmony and understanding is to be maintained. For example, in many Asian countries, students will seldom contradict or disagree with a teacher in the classroom as this shows disrespect. In Western academic institutions, however, it is the norm for students to think for themselves and engage their teachers in debate and discussions. So you see, it it does important yeah, to make efforts to recognize and respect the communication practice of people from different cultures and nationalities. Okay, there you go. End of our topic one, an overview of communication. So next week, inshallah, we will discover another interesting topic all about oral communication, some basic principles. So take care, have a good day ahead. Bye-bye.